Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast, Brands Saving the Planet, where we get to talk to founders and startup members of companies and organizations helping to make the world a better place. This week, we're talking to Alicia, the founder of Infinity CPA, who will discuss how we can plant the seed for financial business success. Let's get started. Um, So what I wanted to talk through today, I know we're all kind of at different um, stages in entrepreneurship and maybe some are in startup and some have been in business for a while, Um, but I just wanted to kind of give some, um, you know, some tips that I think could apply to all of us and and just um, how to set a really good foundation. So if you think of your business as a garden, um, you know, when you have a garden, it's it's not enough to just... um, you know, get whatever soil and whatever seeds to really have a flourishing garden. You want to have a really solid foundation um, with, you know, really strong nourished soil and, you know, some, some healthy seeds and really put the attention to it. And so what I kind of wanted to go through today are some, um, some kind of groundwork things to really set your business up for success. Um, And when I say success, I'm not talking about it in necessarily the traditional word of, you know, building it as large as it can be and, and making as much money. It's what success means to you and your business. So I want you to um, imagine, you know, knowing your profits each month, being able to pay yourself. So many business owners are not able to pay themselves a salary um, because they put everything back into the business and they don't know where their cash is going and being prepared for taxes and budgeting for your goals saving time because you have a system in place that you're able to track these things and you're also not stressing about these things. So just the the stress that comes along with um, not having these kind of systems in place for, you know, knowing your profits and tracking these things, that takes time away as well, you know, mental energy and time. Um, and then also being able to have a greater impact. Um, so a lot, you know, most of us are here because we do have that calling to kind of have an impact in the world and make change and and spread a bigger message. And um, to be able to do that, you know, you want to be able to have that strong foundation in your business. I don't know if any of this sounds familiar to any of you, but a lot of the clients I've worked with, you know, come from a place of pulling their books together at the end of the year just for taxes and not really knowing where, you know, their cash has gone and what they're spending on and um, not sure how much to set aside for taxes, not comfortable paying themselves because they don't know, you know, what they're going to owe in taxes or what expenses are going to be coming up. And they're not comfortable, you know, donating to causes that they care about because, you know, they don't know if they have the funds for that. And so we've um, included this here, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And I wanted to include this here because whether you have a side hustle or a full-time business, the success of that depends on, you know, whether or not you believe in yourself and your business and the impact that you can have. So it's it's not just about um, the technical side, which we're going to go through, but it's also laying the groundwork and saying, you know, what do I want to accomplish with this business? And so uh, my goal for today's training is to help you kind of go through and define your goals. So before you can set up any of the technical organization and tracking and everything, you really have to have a clear understanding of why you're starting this business, what is it you're wanting to accomplish and what you want that to look like. And then once you do that, you can go through the process of 
getting organized, establishing a system, making the business more legitimate. And then um, once you've done those things, and you have that system in place and are able to you know, grow the profit the way you want, you can start planning for how is that business going to then have impact, the impact that I want it to have. Who am I? Um, I'm Alicia Cosmo. I'm um, a CPA, a mom to uh, this cute little boy here, a wife and nature lover. And um, I was in public accounting for a little over a decade and um, really did not align with the kind of corporate structure and hustle culture and, you know, profit just for profit, um, profit over people. And so when I started this business, I really wanted to um, help business owners understand, you know, how to build a business that fit them and was structured around what they were trying to accomplish, um, just like I'm doing for myself so that I can spend time with my family and I can um, have an impact and I can spend time outside. So let's get started. Um, so the first thing I wanted to go through is defining your goals around your business and really sitting down pen to paper journaling on this um, and looking at what is your why? What, why did you start this business? You know, and it's obviously not just to make money. It's to, you know, support your goals and support, um, you know, charities that you want to help your community, whatever that is. What kind of impact are you wanting to have? What does your ideal day look like? So, you know, are you um, leaving space in the morning to journal and exercise and spend time with your family? Are you able to take breaks throughout the day? How many hours do you want to work? Um, you know, do you want to work five days a week? Or, you know, what does that look like exactly for you? What, how does that fit you and your life to where you're thriving as well? Um, and are you wanting this to be a side hustle or are you wanting this to be a long-term business that um, can continue to support you in the future? And then once you've looked at that, what kind of profits are needed to support those goals? And this is where we get into um, kind of the more technical side of things. So once you've sat down and um, laid out those goals and what it is you're wanting to do, getting into the number side of things of, okay, what do I need monthly to fit that kind of lifestyle to pay my bills, to pay down any debt that I have, um, to save up money and to make an impact monetarily and um, you know, with your time. And so this is just one example. Um, I mainly work with service-based businesses, so that's what this looks like, but this could easily be adjusted if you have a product business as well. And so if you, on the left-hand side, if you look at, let's say you need $4,000 a month to um, for your lifestyle that you've established and you're wanting to pay off some debt maybe over the next few years and build up a, a little savings and reserve account. And then you're wanting to give, say, $500 a month to charity. Um, and then putting into your budget for taxes, 15% um, is kind of an average. Um, it could be 20, could be 25. It just depends on where you live, um, what your income level is, those kind of things. But just factoring that in and then what your profit percentage goal is. And so over on the right-hand side, all those um, you see all these numbers dropped in of the monthly needs, debt pay down, savings, your impact. Um, so we're looking at total cash of around 4,700 a month. When you add in for taxes, you're looking at 5,500. And then 
when you inflate for expenses to cover your expenses of the business, it's 6,900 rounded. So now you have that monthly sales goal of 6,900. So then you can start structuring what your business actually looks like to reach that goal. And so in this example, I've said, you know, you maybe have a few different offers that you um, have. You might have a high ticket offer that is $525 a month, a mid-range that is $375, and then maybe something that um, is more of like a quarterly thing or um if you like, if you give the example of like a branding and web designer, they might have um, like a do-it-yourself um, thing that they kind of facilitate throughout the year. So that one might be $190 a month. And then, you know, some of their done-for-you services might be $375 or $525, whatever that looks like. Um, and then you can say, okay, how much time does each one of these thing things take? And do I want to focus more on... Um, you know, let's say I want to do a few high ticket offers because, you know, those take more time and, and that doesn't fit into the hours I wanted to work. And I mainly want to focus on the mid range and um, lower ticket office where offers where they're kind of doing themselves and I'm just facilitating. And so I can do more of those things in less time. Um, so, you know, whatever that looks like for you and just playing with those numbers. And then right um, under the, you see the COL that's cost of labor. So if you were to outsource those things, what would that cost? And would that free up some of your time? Um, so just a method of playing around with what you're going to offer, how much it's going to cost, whether or not you want to outsource that and how much time it's going to take. And while we're on the topic of sales, and um, I wanted to kind of highlight the difference between what profit and sales are. Um, I think most of the time we hear, you know, wanting to increase sales, having 10K months, you know, whatever that is, but really what you want to focus on is your, your profits. So in this example, you'll see on the left, if you could have, you know, the $10,000 month, but your expenses are $8,000. And so you're only left with profits of 2000 versus having $7,000 in sales, but you've kept your expenses low at 3000. And so you actually take home $4,000 for that month. Um, so sales is what you're doing before expenses, profits refers to what you have left after expenses. So that's the number that um, you really wanna get to. And that's where you know tracking that and knowing those numbers allows you to play around with the sales number and the expenses number and get that to a place that um, fits your lifestyle. So if you are wanting to um, increase profits, there's a few ways to do that, obviously. Um, the one that people go to first is lowering costs. Um, so, you know, looking at overhead, maybe looking at subscriptions that you're in, investments that you've made. Um, but you can only take this a little, you know, so far, you obviously need expenses to run a, a business. And um, um, sometimes things that you're invested in are going to have a bigger return on investment later. Um, so really what you want to focus on are these other three, which is you know, developing potentially new offers, multiple income streams, uh, maybe some digital products or courses, things along those lines. And then a big one for me has been creating efficiencies. So looking at, um, you know, tracking your time for a couple of weeks, seeing where you're spending most of your time and saying, what of these items can I delete that are just really not necessary for me to be spending time on? What can I automate? Um, what can I potentially delegate and outsource to someone else? 
And then what is actually necessary for me to do and spend time on that is in my zone of genius and that is going to be, um, you know, generating the most income. And then also looking at your prices. Um, are, can you increase your prices without reducing sales? And are you, you know, val value pricing what you're putting out there, um, you know, and, and your different offers? And so once you, um, you know, have defined your goals and your sales goals and your profit goals, finding a system for tracking those things, um, I recommend doing it at least monthly so that you really have a, a good view of what's going on in the business and can kind of pivot and make changes as necessary. And in this, um, you're going to want to find something that's really going to work for you. Um, so if you're just starting out, a simple spreadsheet could work. There are a lot of templates out there. Um, and then if you, you know, your business is getting bigger, you could go into a bookkeeping software like Xero or QuickBooks. I highly recommend Xero. They um, are based out of New Zealand and are growing quickly in the US and they have to be just a superior system and customer service and pricing and just everything about them. Um, and then if you get to the point where, you know, you're saying I'm not, you know, this is not where I want to be spending my time, or this is not what I want to be doing, but I need this information, then you can consider outsourcing that to someone to do, you know, monthly or quarterly. And what's really going to make doing this super simple, and if you take nothing away from this presentation, keeping your business and personal information separate is going to make it so much easier. Um, this could be a separate personal bank account that you only use for your business, but I highly recommend having an actual dedicated business bank account, and we'll go through that a little bit later. Um, but having one central bank account that everything goes through and making sure all of your sales, your Square and Stripe and PayPal and wherever you're getting paid from are all going into that account, all of your expenses are being paid out of the that account. Um, and if you do pay anything personally, um, you know, making sure that you reimburse yourself for that, but really trying to keep it all into this one dedicated account, that's going to make it so much simpler when you go to record those items every month or um, quarter, whatever it is that you decide to do, and having all of your information in one place. And um, so We've gone through, you know, defining your goals. We've gone through tracking and setting up your bank account and to get that legitimate business bank account and setting your business up for long-term growth, you really want to take the time on the front end to um, kind of lay the groundwork and lay that foundation. And so these are some steps that I've laid out that, um, you know, are gonna make that possible. This is based on a US company. So if you're in another country, these, these steps might be different. Um, but generally you're going to want to register your company as an LLC with your secretary of state. Um, you're going to want to apply for an employer identification number with the IRS, open that business checking account that we spoke about. And then as you're tracking your profits and, and going month to month, if you see that you are reaching um, around $50,000 in profit for the year, then you're gonna want to speak to a CPA or a tax preparer about um, doing an S election for your company so that you can do a little bit more tax strategy of setting up payroll and paying yourself a salary 
um, versus paying self-employment tax on all of those things. So just something to be mindful of if you see that the, um, you're headed in that direction. Um, and so now I wanna get a little bit out of the technical side of things and get into, um, now that you've got your business set up, you've got your groundwork and you've got your tracking system and you're, you're looking at it monthly and you're building those profits, you can um, kind of make some, um, you know, make some changes in your company to have that environmental impact and um, kind of green your finances, we'll call it. And so one of those things is um, choosing, and this could be done on the front end of choosing a bank that more, um, that better aligns with your values as an individual and as a company. There is a site called Green America and they have a directory of banks um, that follow, you know, follow those guidelines. Um, you could also join um, a membership like 1% for the planet. And so this is um, an organization that was started by um, Yvonne Chenard. I apologize if I'm butchering his name, um, but he's the owner of Patagonia. It was him and a, another partner of his. And um, this company is dedicated to giving back to environmental causes. And so um, if you've read the book, Let My People Go Surfing, um, in that book, he talks about how he uses Patagonia as sort of a, a role model for companies. And so when he was starting his company, he you know um, didn't fit in with the typical corporate structure, didn't, you know, didn't want it to be profit over people. He wanted his business to serve as an example. And so um, he looked to different companies around the world and um, kind of put together his own, his own idea of what he wanted his business to look like. I highly recommend the book if you get a chance. Um, but he, in his mission, vision, and values of that company, everything is about what impact are we having? How, we can, how can we you know, promote change? How can we give back more? And so part of that was starting this company that um, you can, as a member, you commit to donating 1% of your sales to environmental not-for-profits that they have um, vetted and audited. And, um, and then each year, your company um, submits a certification to show that you have donated that 1%. You submit your financials and, um, and become part of that membership and get access to their directory um, and so it's just a, a really great thing if you get a chance to check it out. Um, and then also if you have a retirement fund or if you start looking towards getting a retirement fund, there are investment companies like Elevest that now offer impact options that you can, um, so it's funds that fit their environmental, social, and governments um, qualifications. And um, they will, I think, typically invest at least 50 to 60% of the funds, possibly more if you, um, if you make those changes into those type of funds. And the last thing that I wanted to um, talk about and kind of what I touched on in the beginning is um, just your, I guess, mindset around profit and money and building your business. You know, a lot of times companies that have been started for, um, you know, for impact and for, you know, um, reasons other than just wanting to grow profit is, um, you know, they have this, you know, story that they have built up over time based on what they've seen other companies do and what, you know, maybe they grew up with about profit. Um, you know, if you make more money, it changes you and you have to, 
you know, you become distanced from those things that you care about. Um, and so I love this quote, money is only a tool. It will take you wherever you wish, but it will not replace you as the driver. Um, so you and your mindset and what you're trying to accomplish are really what um, guides your company and how and what it does with the money and how it, it handles the profit. And so that's where that step in the beginning of defining your goals, defining your why, defining your mission is so important. And, um, and working through those maybe limiting beliefs that you might have around money so that you are able to have the impact that you're wanting to have, that you can do it differently than these other companies and that you can um, make a profit and still have a, a strong impact in the world. Um, so along those lines, I've added um, a few affirmations and journal prompts that I really like around abundance and money and wealth. Um, if you'd like to take a screenshot or Kelly can share, um, share the PDF with you. Um, and just some things to go through as you're thinking about, you know, your goals of your business and, and what it is you want to accomplish and saying, you know, if I had financial freedom or if I had, you know, the, this kind of money, what could I accomplish with those things and what kind of impact could I make? Um, and that's not to say that you have to have, you know, um, really lofty goals for your money that, you know, it could be that, you know, I want to only work. 20 hours a week because I want to spend time in my community and I want to spend time with my family and I want to, um, you know, be able to have the connection that I want to have to nature and to my family and to my friends. And for me to be able to do that, I only want to work this many hours. And so, um, you know, I'm going to keep my expenses low and I'm going to, um, you know, only need this amount of profit that's going to have just as much impact as if you, you know, build a huge company like Patagonia that gives back because if you feel aligned and you feel fulfilled in your family and you're able to give back, that's going to spread out to them and that's going to have a much bigger ripple effect. So, um, you know, going through this is it's not necessarily about building as much profit as you possibly can. It's about what feels aligned for me? What is what do I want to accomplish? What um, connection do I want to have? And then what would my business have to look like to accomplish that? And so some action items for you um, going out of this is to take some time set aside to go through and define your goals and write those down and start working on abundance mindset if that's something that you struggle with. Um, and then laying that groundwork for your business and setting it up for success. And this is where you can reach me. And if you um, have any thoughts or questions, um, please feel free to um, unmute and, and have a conversation. <laughs>